You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. It's been an amazing month and I'm sure you had an amazing time this whole month talking about selfless love. Kahit ako kinilig eh. Biro mo yung maengkwentro mo yung pag-ibig na walang katapusan. O kaya yung pagmamahal na yung hindi sumusuko o walang hinihingi na kapalit. Diba? Saan ka makakahanap ng pagmamahal na ganun? Kay God! <laughs> I have a uh, sort of a dagdag, dagdagan natin. So may pag-ibig na walang katapusan, yung hindi sumusuko, yung walang kapalit. Paano yung pag-ibig na nakakapagpabago ng mundo? May ganun ba? Pag nagpalabas nga si Jadby ng ganun, can love change the world? That's what we're going to be talking about this afternoon. And I know it's difficult because talking about compassion, it's, it's, it's very easy to see that the world needs to change. Tama ba? You go around and you see the children on the streets. Nako, ba't ganito? Pollution. Yung nakikita mong namamatay sa, 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 sa balita. Wow, Lord. How many are poor? Let me give you some good news naman. This is what I saw Manila Standard Post noong 2014 about Muntinlupa. Talking about Muntinlupa. I felt the Lord speaking to me while you had worship, while we were worshiping right now. And the Lord was telling me, ang Muntinlupa hindi magiging munti for long. And the Lord was telling me that He's going to start something here. And the Bible says, don't ever be ashamed of small beginnings. And Muntinlupa, our church here, has been humble and gentle for the longest time. But he's going to start a season here right now that's going to spread very quickly. You better be ready. You ready? You better be ready. The Lord is going to pour His Spirit over Muntinlupa and He's going to create a big tidal wave. Starting, of course, with my favorite, the children. <laughs> but along with it, families, along with it, politicians, along with it, doctors and lawyers. Lord, may that be your word in Jesus' name. Wow. Just following on what Manila Standard, as I was saying, was, uh, wrote in this article 2014 about the overall reported criminal cases. And this is what they said. That in Taguig, okay, talking about reported criminal cases in 2014, sa Taguig, 22,593 po. I'm not comparing the cities, but this is just their statistics. Pasay had 17,410. Paranaque had 16,561. Makati, 15,634. Las Piñas, 10,910. Muntinlupa, 10,339. The lowest crime rate compared to other cities in Metro Manila. Right, you, you gotta hand it to, to our mayor. Ang sabi ni Mayor Fresnedi, until we have zero crime rate, we will not have a city that is truly safe, peaceful, and orderly. I'm not trying to endorse anyone, but I'm glad our leaders know the goal. Yun talaga yung patutungan natin. Tama ba? Can love change this world? You know, some people say, gusto mo ba ng peace? Do you want a world? Do you believe in a world that has peace? Do you believe that we'll have a world without corruption? 
Ang sabi po nila, ang solusyon dyan, you have to eradicate the problem of poverty. Pag nawala na yung mahihirap, eh sino paggagawa ng krimen, tama ba? Sino paggagawa ng corruption? If we believe, if everyone is satisfied, once the 80% of our population has more than, has access to more than just the 20% of our resources, we will, we will have hit this problem of poverty. So ang tanong ko naman, tungkol sa pag-ibig, ang hirap itahe, no? Pero tungkol sa pag-ibig, ang sabi nila, poverty can be smashed by compassion. Which is what we're going to talk about tonight. Compassion. Can love change the world? Dati po akong aktivista. Hindi alata, no? Mukhang artista. <laughs> Ang hirap kaya maging aktivista. You're, you're out there persuading people that there's this problem. I was on the environmental desk and I was going around schools. Nakiki-engage po sa mga tao. Trying to convince them that our forests are dwindling 25% every year, the forest cover. Ano mangyayari na sa, sa hangin, sa mga parks na, sa mga puno? That was, that was my life. In all honesty, I felt like I was doing something meaningful. Parang at the right place, at the right time. But honestly, just to be vulnerable to you, I wasn't completely selfless. It was for me. I was a lonely kid. Medyo neglected ng konte. I was looking for meaning in my life. Lumaki ako sa comics. Lumaki ako sa hero. Hindi ko alam mo si Rizal. Kilala ko si Wolverine. Saka si Spider-Man. Yun yung mga heroes ko. And I wanted to be like them. So I thought, wow. Maging timak ka. Let's do something. Let's change the world. Let's make a difference. But it was for me. Honestly, just for me. So actually, may point number one na po ako. Even though this is just my introduction. I'm gonna take you through a journey of compassion. Medyo mahirap lang po. We'll stop. We'll have many stops. One, we'll stop at, I'll share you some bad news. Okay lang ba? The reality. What we're up against. What compassion is up against. Then number two, I'll tell you the good news. Kung may bad news, syempre may good news dapat, di ba? This is the amazing news. In fact, may love story nga naka, naka-tuck in doon. Gusto natin ang love story. And then finally, we'll see what, anong bunga na tong good news na to. Are you ready? Okay. But that first part, even before I go to the word, is the bad news. And the bad news is this. No one is really selfless. No one is really selfless. Pastor, paano naman ako? Nag-donate na siya charity ako. I, I go to Habitat for Humanity. I join UNICEF. I, I, I give. I'm not saying those are bad, okay? All I'm saying is giving still comes from us. I'm, my story it was giving me meaning. Ang sarap ng pakiramdam na may ginagawa akong tama sa mundo. Wow, ang galing naman. Ang daming nagsasabi sa akin, ang galing na sinabi mo. I'm on board with that. Wow, ang galing ko naman. At dumating din yung panahon na parang napagod din ako. Kasi bakit? Saan galing yung pagmamahal na yun? Galing din sa akin yun eh. All that power, all that, that, that force of will, galing din sa akin. That's why I'm calling it, it's a self-centered love. Hindi siya selfless. And if we're honest, that is true for many of us. In fact, may, may sitcom, may comedy. Hindi ko to i-endorse sa inyo. Hindi ko sabihin ko anong comedy to ha. But it's about heaven. May comedy ako napanood na sinusubukan nila yung tao bago makapasok sa langit. Kinukuha nila yung mga good deeds nila tapos nilalagyan ng points. Imagine nyo yun ganun. 
Kunwari, meron kayong mga, ito, ito, kumain lang ng gulay, oh, plus 2425. May, may nag-attend ng, ng cousins, friends, child's jazz dance recital, 29 points. Oh, ito, maganda. Hosted refugee family from Syria. Pag-usapan natin mamaya. 272,000 points. Grabe. Donated 16% of lifetime income anonymously to charities. Hindi man lang ninagyan ng, ng share. Donated blood for 898 points. Imagine if that was heaven. How can we all get to heaven? Palakihan na lang ng points. The, what, ang, okay lang ba? Spoiler? Hindi nyo naman pa siguro papanoorin itong comedy na to, no? Spoiler! At the end of season 1, nalaman ng karakter na hindi pala heaven yun. Walang? Sabi ko sa inyo? Hell pala yun. And they devised this story, this comedy, para ma-torture siya. Yun yung torture niya. Isi, ako? Nagawa ko nga lahat yan eh. But then, biglang naka-epiphany siya, na-realize niya. Ay, oo nga. Para sa akin lahat yun. It was just to make me feel good. No one is really selfless. Even the Bible already knows this. So would I ask everybody to stand up? Okay lang ba? Just out of reverence for the word. Basahin po natin ito para medyo yung dugo na umikot sa worship, gumagana pa rin. Let's read the word. Starting with Ephesians chapter 2. Paul's letter to the, uh, to the Ephesians. Alam niya that no one is selfless, that we are, we are self-centered in our hearts and all our thoughts are all towards us. It says here, and you were dead. Everybody say dead. You were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked. You can read this with me. Following the course of this world. Following who? The prince of the power of the air. That's Satan. The spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Sino yan? That's us. Among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh. Carrying out the desires of the body and the mind. Yes, our, sometimes our desires are for other people. We're selfish. We want to do things for them. But they are our own desires of our body and our mind. And we're by nature, what were we? Children of wrath. Like the rest of mankind. Just to let you know, Ephesians 2, 1 to 10, nasa 3 pa lang tayo. In the Greek, isang buong sentence to. Mahaba po yan. And what what Paul was trying to attack was the, the knowledge ng mga Greeks. Yung, yung sabi nila, God helps those who help themselves. May version tayong mga Pinoy, di ba? Sa Diyos ang awa, sa tao ang gawa. Paul was trying to attack that. He was saying, no! Everyone is wicked in their thoughts. Selfish in their hearts. We don't have the kind of selfless love God has. And that's what he was saying. And then he takes a pause in the middle of that sentence and then say this with me, the next verse. Then he says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love, say it with me, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us what? Alive, together with Christ. By our works? No, by grace you have been saved and raised up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages, He might show what? The immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness towards us. He's so kind towards us in Christ Jesus. This we all know. 
For by grace you have been saved, say that to yourself, through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are His, what? Workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Lord, we desperately depend on you, for you are our Lord, you are our King. All revelation comes from you alone. So we beseech you, we pray to you humbly to send down your Holy Spirit to open up our hearts to receive this message, not the message of the pastor in front, but the message from your most holiest of hearts, from the Holy Spirit himself. Don't let us be just Christians watching and seeing a sermon. Let us be Christians who know the voice of our shepherd and what he's asking us to do, what he's asking us to give, and what he's asking us to give up even. But not for nothing, but for the glory of God, for the honor of our Lord. That is our blessing now that we receive. In Jesus' mighty name we say, Amen. Bad news. Nobody is selfless, truly. The book of Mark says, no one is good. Only God alone. Everybody say, God alone. Only God alone. But there's good news. There is a selfless love. There is a selfless God. And the good news is this. And this found in Ephesians 4. But God. And look at this word. Look at the word rich. Because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our sin, He made us alive together with Christ. Alive, hindi lang alive, but together with Christ. Kilala niyo ba si Jesus? Kung gano'n siya kayaman, kung gano'n lahat ng kapangyarihan ng buong nilalang nasa Kanya, that you're alive with that person. With Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised up with Him seated with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show, what again? Immeasurable riches. So that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace and how kind He is towards us. Do you remember yung Knowing God series natin? Yung natin na medyo loyalist dito. You remember, right? How glorious He was and how generous He was. Yung generous, ibig sabihin, mapagbigay siya mismo sa'yo. Hindi niya pinagkakaila yung glory niya, yung grace niya. He gives it to you personally. That's how generous He is. And we're talking about immeasurable riches. We've been talking about marriage, sex, and relationships. And honestly, going back to Ephesians 5, yung mga napag-aralan natin dati, Sobrang akma yung marriage. Everybody say marriage. Who wants to be married? Snapshot ulit, Lord. <laughs> but paning babae? <laughs> Men! Anyway. Marriage is a... Ephesians 5 used marriage as the picture for Jesus and the church. And I mean, it's so appropriate because nothing like a 24-7 intimate knows your guts. Alam niya yung bantot mo kind of relationship shows what God's love is really like. We're talking about compassion and you're saying, Pastor, eh, mukhang blessed ka naman. Mukhang may maganda ka naman 
Sapatos. Meron ka man clip. May iPad ka. Kahit yung pinakauna. And then you think, you're blessed. I want to take time right now to honor someone very, very amazing to me. Very brilliant. She is not a blessed person. When she was young, her parents separated and she had to be the breadwinner of her family. In fact, some days, talagang ulam lang nila kanin at medyo swerte na meron siyang konting ganggong. Ayan, asawa ko. Hindi siya swerte, hindi tayo naniliwala si swerte, di ba? Malas yan. But anyway, yun lang. And yet, she blesses people. She ministers to them. Hindi po siya naghihintay na ma-bless siya para maging blessing po siya. Because she understands the amazing richness of God. Could we give my wife a hand? And nothing like my marriage to her shows me how pangit I am. Sa totoo lang. I honored her one time during our, uh, our uh, uh, preaching in the youth service. And I told them, I told them, you know what? I want to honor my wife. Not because, I was talking about marriage. Not because I'm such a good husband, because God has made me uh, a godly leader of the family. But I told them, my wife shows me the selfless, gracious, unconditional love of God. Because even though I forgot to celebrate her 40th birthday this year, she still loved me. She is still with me. Even though I spent one whole year living in Cavite in a far away place na it took me isang oras yung biyahe ko pa uwi. So tiring, in fact, na pag kami na magkasawa, magkasama pala, during that night, magkukwentuhan kami, natutulugan ko siya. Tinutulugan ko siya. Kumusta ka na, honey? Ah, okay lang ako. Ang joke nga namin, wala kaming panahon para mag-away. Sasabihin niya sa akin, alam mo, honey, wala na tayong oras para sa isa't isa. Honey, I'm so sorry, I'm trying. <laughs> Siya naman, Lord, anong gagawin ko? Forgive. Oh, forgive na lang. Okay, no? <laughs> but she stands by me. Who would do that? And yet, that is nothing compared to the love of God. Nothing compared to the selfless, Love of God. That happened to me before when I encountered this selfless love. My testimony is this. Activist nga, no? Napagod din ako. And I resigned. Hindi ko na kaya, Lord. Pinipilit ko yung mga tao. Kilalanin tong suliranin ng, ng bayan. So I resigned. I was tired. May inalagaan akong lola ko na may Alzheimer's. Meron akong pamangkin. Kinailangan yung, yung, yung nanay niya, kailangan mag-abroad, mag, nag-OVW. Hirap, kawawa talaga, iniwan sa amin. And then 9-11 happened. So when that happened, so you can tell how old I was, no? When I was born again. When that happened, he said, what kind of a world is this? Paano ko magkakapamilya nito? Paano ko palalakihin yung anak ko sa ganitong klaseng mundo? Hindi ko to kaya, Lord. I heard the Lord very clearly that day. I was an unbeliever. I had yet to encounter Jesus Christ. And Jesus said to me, Ako kaya ko. You surrender all of that to me. All that weariness, all that burden. Kayo ba pagod? Are you carrying a burden? You surrender that to Jesus Christ. Give it to me, all you who are weary and heavily laden. Give me your load. I will give you a load. I will give you a yoke. It was, it's light. It's easy. Have you given your life to Christ today?
And you know the amazing thing about God, because we're gearing and you're thinking, what's, what's this got to do about compassion? Tell me, pastor, what do I have to do? That's the point. It's not about what we have to do. It's what He's already done. We don't have to be striving para kilalanin tayo ng Panginoon. Lord, nagbigay akong charity. Oy, nagtumulong ako sa mahirap. O ganito. Even if I fail and I don't do any of those things, kabalik na yung buhay kong aktivista. If I didn't do any of those things and failed, hindi mababawasan kahit konti yung pagmamahal niya. Kahit katiting. He would still have sacrificed himself on the cross. Ganito pa rin kalaki yung pagmamahal niya para sa atin. That's the selfless love of God. Is that good news? That is great news. So now that good news, here it is. You're waiting for me to say, kailangan may good works. Okay? That good news that God's love is truly, truly selfless. And some part of us is saying, okay, okay, ito na ito. Ano nang gagawin ko? Ano nang gagawin ko? Excited. Si Rochelle, excited na. Ano ba? Ano ba? Before you think about doing anything, just think about what God can give you. That lonely boy, that fierce activist and trying very hard to change the world, it's when I stop trying to please God that God gave me this. Are you trying too hard? Are you doing it all by yourself? Are you trying to take care of your family? Are you trying to be good at work? Are you offering it all up to Him? Yet not receiving from Him what He wants to give you. Very short word right now. Just a short prayer. Lord, if you want to bow your head and close your eyes, I just felt the need to pray. Lord, right now, minister to those who are weary. Pagod sa trabaho. Trying to do good. Trying to offer their lives up to you in this manner. Their worship. Lord, send your Holy Spirit right now and tell them, Mahal na mahal kita. Wala kang kailangan gawin para dagdagan pa yan. Kompleto na yung pag-ibig ko para sa'yo. Lord, we pray whatever that, whatever the Holy Spirit will tell to us in the next few minutes, may your will be done. Everybody say, may your will be done. In Jesus' name. So what is He going to say to us? Yes, there is. There is something for us to do. Not to add to what he's done. Inano ko lang kayo, another pause. Not to add to what he's done. But in light of what he's already done, we can produce good works. We can do good for our fellow man. But not just to do good works. O magbigay ng pero gagawin ko to but to produce works that lead to God works. Let's go to the verse. What does the verse say? For by what? Not having to do anything, but by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. So wag tayong mag-isip na dahil victory tayo, gawin natin to. It is just the grace of God. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that walang magyayabang. But look at this, the last verse. For we are what? Let's say this together. For we are His workmanship. Tayo yung ginawa ni Lord. That's one of His greatest works ever. Tayo. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. We don't run after good works to be with God. We are with God. That's why we can do good works. 
which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Anyone who has ever truly been overwhelmed by the love of God, who here, their heart has been captivated by Jesus. Anybody who's been touched by the grace of God, salvation of the Lord, can't help but give. Wala nang tanong-tanong, Lord. Wala akong sweldo. Lord, wala akong trabaho. Wala akong panahon, Lord. But whatever I have, whatever I have, do with, do with that what you will. So, kailangan ba, kailangan ba mag-good words pa tayo? Hindi ba pwede mag-pray na lang tayo? Dito na lang tayo. Pag-pray natin yung bayan. Baka pwede na yun. Let me tell you a story to answer that question. Do we need to do good works? I'll, I'll be as quick as I can. May isang photographer. His name was Kevin Carter. He was a photojournalist noong 1990s. Noong panahon ng 1990s, the photojournalists were not allowed to take pictures and be involved with the scene. Alam mo yun, nasa gera sila. Tapos nakita nilang papatayan na nagbubutukan, hindi, pwedeng mag, hindi nila pwedeng tulungan yung mga tao nakikita nila. They only have to take the picture, capture the moment. They were not allowed. And Kevin Carter was one of the best. His photos were very horrific, they were very honest, and they were very moving. He was struggling so much with this code of ethics that there were sometimes, there was one picture that he took, which was a Pulitzer Award-winning picture. And when he took it, he was so horrified. And he was so guilt-ridden with shame na wala siyang magawa dun sa nakunan niyang eksena. That three days after, he committed suicide. South Africa, a little girl, abandoned by her parents, and a vulture waiting. I pray that we're not those, we don't have that code of ethics, that when we see something like this, we are not moved. During these times, there was something like this as well. You all know about the Middle Eastern conflict, about the war that's going on and the Syrian refugees. The world was um, shocked when one day, and I couldn't even find the picture because I was so horrified, I just took an editorial cartoon. One day, the body of a three-year-old child was washed ashore. A Syrian refugee that could not make it. They thought they could swim away from the war. And the world was shocked and mobilized. Now people are going to Syria. This is the opposite of Kevin Carter. This is what Christians ought to be doing. They went there, they served and helped their, their Muslim brothers and refugees. Meron na silang pakain doon. There are shelters there. There are jobs waiting for them because good Samaritans answered the call of compassion. The state of Syrian refugees is changing in this world because Christians are responding. So, do we need to do good works? The Bible says, faith without works is dead. In the book of James. So, how, how's this for an answer? So, again, let's do good works. But do we really need to share the gospel? Baka naman, okay na yung pakain. I have to do one-to-one with them, victory weekend with them, all these things with them. Another story from another man. Matthew Paris. Matthew Paris is a famous British columnist. And in the year 2009, he, create, he wrote this article. But sabihin ko muna sa inyo, ha, he was, he's, a, he's not a Christian. Atheist po siya. And this was what his article wrote. He was writing about the, the missionaries in South Africa. And this is what he wrote. Okay? 
Sabi niya, now a confirmed atheist, I've become convinced of the enormous contribution that Christian evangelism makes in Africa. Sharply distinct, iba po siya from the work of secular NGOs. May mga government projects, education and training alone, hindi sapat to. And he says, in Africa, it's Christianity that changes people's hearts. It brings spiritual transformation. The rebirth, the rebirth is real. The change is good. This is a man who would think, oh, sige, missionary, punta kayo. Pero basta may tulong, ha? Saka na yung faith. Saka na yung gospel. But he thought that. But when he saw these missionaries, he actually wrote, but this doesn't fit the facts. Faith does actually more than support the missionary. It's transferred to the flock. And this is the effect that it matters so immensely. And I can't help seeing it. He can't help seeing Christian people praying for one another and seeing the Africans walk up dignified. Walang bahay, walang pamilya, but they, are, they, are, they have dignity because people are praying for them, because Christians are doing medical missions there, because Christians are teaching them to read and write. These are pictures from the, from the organization Impact Africa. And their mission is to, 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 to serve their fellow man, but to, develop, to, to help them develop deep relationships with Jesus Christ. Christians need to share the good news through their good works. So, ang sagot doon, yes. Love can change the world. So hopefully, when we see these pictures, wag na po tayo lumayo sa, sa, sa ibang bansa. Dito pa lang. When we see these pictures, I pray we don't respond with fear, we don't respond with shame or guilt. We respond with hope. Because we have the hope that the selfless love of God has given to us. Doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what situation you're in, ano pinagdadi ba? We just... We just talked about that. God can give all His love and power to each and every one of us. We can give that hope to this problem of poverty. Because poverty is not a problem of pera. It's not a matter of money. Poverty is a spiritual problem. It's a problem of hopelessness. It's a problem of dignity that the good news can restore. That people captured by the good news, empowered by the selfless love of God, can give to our people. Until these children become like these children. Doesn't matter what their situation is, but they have hope in their hearts. Do you know that your church here in Muntinlupa, everybody say, my church. This is your church. It has a compassion ministry. It has something called the Real Life Foundation. And we are tackling this problem of hopelessness and poverty. Yes, through medical mission. Yes, through, through feeding programs. But most especially through scholarships. We now have 261 scholars all over the country. Let me get my stats. 485 of which are already graduates. 12 of those real-life scholars come from Alabang. 7 of those 
are here in these services in Muntinlupa. Two of those are cum laude graduates. I'd like to show you a video right now. Because you're wondering, okay, pera ba? Bigay ko ng pera dyan? Mag-contribute? No, I'm not asking for money. I want you to hold on to that. But I do want you to see what one person can do in the life of many. Lumaki ako sa isang malaking pamilya. Yung tatay ko nagtatrabaho sa bilang construction worker. Tapos yung nanay ko, tinutulungan siya sa pang-araw-araw namin na pangailangan. Anim kami magkakapatid. Ako pang lima sa mga magkakapatid. Naalala ko may moment na kailangan kong like maglakad ng 30 minutes para lang makapasok. Kahit walang baon, papasok ako kasi gusto kong makapag-aral. Na kailangan namin mag-share sa isang pack ng noodles para lang makaraos ng isang araw. Dahil anim kami magkakapatid, yung panganay kong ate, yung kuya ko, hanggang sa pang-apat na kapatid, hindi na sila nakatapos ng pag-aaral. Meron kaming mindset yung kapag ipinanganak kang mahirap, mabubuhay ka na mahirap, and then mamamatay kang mahirap. So, nung high school na, nung pumasok na ako ng high school, nakilala ko yung isa kong Filipino teacher. Yung Filipino teacher na yon hindi lang siya basta-basta nag, ah, nagtuturo tungkol about dun sa topic ng Filipino, kundi nagsashare din siya paminsan-minsan about the gospel. And she even invited us na mag-join ng Bible study niya or Bible group. So one time, nag-join ako. Pero after noon, sinataguan ko na si Ma'am Lynn. Yung family namin, Catholic, tapos yung kapatid ko naman, Iglesia ni Cristo. So para wag na akong makadagdag pa ng gulo dahil nga iba-iba na yung religion. Kaya sabi ko na lang kay Ma'am Lynn, dami ko na lang excuses na hindi ako pwede, assignment ako, makapag-excuse lang sa kanya. So, dumating yung point na parang nakulitan na, mako, nakulitan na ako kay Ma'am Lynn kasi paulit-ulit na na siya nag invite So, nag-give in na rin ako sa kanya finally. So, nag-join na ako ulit ng Bible study. Tapos, dumating sa, matend na rin ako ng Sunday service. Tapos, during one altar call, doon na nadulog yung puso ko na talagang miyak na ako na kailangan ko nang tagapin si Lord, si Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. So, nung magka-college na ako, since alam ni Ma'am Lynn yung situation ko sa family background ko, uh, tinulungan niya rin ako na makonek sa Real Life Foundation. Then, eventually, I got the approval na maging scholar nga. Then, nakapasok ako sa PUP. I graduated as Corporate Business Management. And right after the graduation, I got a job. I was able to pursue my career. And then, nakita ko kung gano'ng ka-faithful si God sa buhay ko. And hindi lang sa buhay ko, pati na rin sa family ko. Nakita ko na may hope. Kasi yung kapatid ko, I was able to help then yung kapatid ko na makapag-aral. And at the same time, makapagtapos din. Then eventually, years after, I've seen myself in Dubai, working in a bank. And then eventually, I started leading a group, my victory group there and with uh, young professionals. I'm Elena Perez, and I've seen God's faithfulness to me and my family. And I remember this life verse that I always clung on to, James 1, 2-4, and it says there, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so you would remain complete and mature, not lacking of anything.
Wow, God is good.